Hare Krishna and we are back with the Shravanam Diaries podcast reading the message of Godhead by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada page number 49 Uh-huh Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, is the absolute truth. This is corroborated in all authentic scriptures. Our spiritual life begins to develop as soon as our relationship with Sri Krishna is reawakened. Sri Krishna is like the sun, while nations is like darkness. Thus, the darkness of nations disappears as soon as our relationship with Sri Krishna is established. With the appearance of Sri Krishna within our heart, we become cleansed of the impurities of material contact, much as the morning appears new and fresh with the appearance of the sun. This is not a concoction of childish imagination, but a factual experience of spiritual realization. One who sincerely follows the footsteps of Sri Krishna or his bona fide representatives his bona fide servants, also realizes this simple truth. But the fool who envies Sri Krishna and poses himself as his competitor does not accept the statement of fact. Thus, without understanding the primacy of karma yoga, the foolish mundaners indulge in unrestricted material activities resulting in bondage. Their very work perpetually keeps them in the material existence of births and deaths. Such foolish mundaners actually envy Krishna and deride him as one of themselves. The truth about Sri Krishna does not easily enter into the perverted brains of such mundaners, infected as they are with the empiric approach to philosophy. But a devotee of the Lord faithfully understands just what is actually stated in the pages of Bhagavad Gita and does not resort to imagination or the empiric philosophical approach, generally called spiritual interpretation. In quotes. Only such a devotee can accept the logic of fully surrendering unto Krishna and can thus adopt the process of karma yoga to escape the dangerous bondage of work. There's nothing in the words spoken by Sri Krishna to stipulate that these devotees will appear within the boundaries of a particular caste, creed, color, or country. Rather, they can and do appear everywhere without any restriction of caste, creed, color, or country. So everyone, whatever and whoever he may be, is eligible to be a devotee of Sri Krishna. To confirm this fact in Bhagavad Gita, the Personality of Godhead, says, quote, O son of Prita, even those who are faithless and are of lower birth, including fallen women or professional prostitutes, ignorant manual laborers or merchants, all shall attain perfection and reach the kingdom of God if they take shelter of me in devotional service. In other words, the unscrupulous caste system, now dominant in the society of the faithless, is not a barrier to approaching Sri Krishna, the absolute personality of Godhead. Sri Krishna himself has 
enumerated the basic principles of a caste system that is real and universal. The four social orders, the brahmanas, priests and intellectuals, the kshatriyas, administrators and soldiers, the vaishyas, merchants and farmers, and the shudras, laborers, are set up by him according to the qualities the members of those orders have acquired through their actions under the modes of nature. So although in one sense Krishna is the maker of this caste system all over the world, still in another sense he is not its maker. That is, he is not the maker of a tyrannical and unnatural caste system in which the faithless dictate one's position according to one's birth. Rather, he is the maker of a caste system that is applicable universally, is voluntary and natural, and is based on one's qualities and abilities. Now, before we begin, there's gonna be few, uh, yes, a few pages of description of the caste system, and my dear listener, don't be confused or uh, enraged <laughs> because. Actually, you will get to know that this whole caste-caste system that is like violently practiced these days in India or in other countries under some other circumstances is actually a perverted version of the actual natural, as we already read. It's a natural way. Somebody wants to write poetry, let him be a poet. Somebody wants to go and fight in the war, let him be a soldier. So there's just classification of, like the four classifications of different people according to their talents, nature, and basically what they love to do. So let's just keep that in mind and dive into the next paragraph. The system of four social orders were never meant to be a caste system by birthright. This system is universally applicable in terms of people's mundane, practical qualifications and work. The classification of Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra is never made with reference to one's accidental birth, any more than someone can become a medical practitioner merely by birthright, simply because he happens to be the son of a noted doctor. The real qualification of a medical practitioner can be obtained only through strenuous study of medical science for a considerable time, and only upon completion of one's studies can one take up the medical profession. Naturally, when a patient goes to a medical practitioner, he does not look at the physician's birth certificate, but at his professional qualifications. Just as physicians are always present in all countries, and at all times, so Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and so on are always present in every part of the earth by dint of personal and practical qualifications. All great Bharat of today hear this part. <laughs> Excuse me, this is... It wouldn't be incredible if people of India would... And the new generation, they really understand this. It's just a matter of reviving the actual actual Varnashrama. Varnashrama is the name of this system. 
Uh -huh. India's present caste system, which we have localized within a particular part of the world, and then within a particular sectarian faith, is undoubtedly wrong and a perversion of the natural universal caste system. If somebody passes himself off as a medical practitioner because he is the son of a medical practitioner without having any knowledge of medical science and without having attended medical college, and if this medical practitioner is accepted as such by a section of the public, then both the medical practitioner and his blind followers are simply members of a society of the cheaters and the cheated. So the caste system created by the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, and referred to in the Bhagavad Gita is not the same as the caste system of the society of the cheaters and the cheated. Sri Krishna's caste system is universally true at all times and in all parts of the world and actually the universe. The qualifications of the various orders of the caste system are enumerated in the Bhagavad Gita, and here we shall touch on them briefly. The Brahmanas are the highest social order, situated in the mode of goodness. They engage in activities of equality, restraint and forgiveness. The Kshatriyas are the second highest social order, situated in the quality of creative passion. They engage in the activities of public leadership as executive heads of various political and social bodies. The Vaishyas are the third social order, situated in mixed qualities of creative passion and darkness of ignorance. They generally work as farmers and merchants. The Shudras are the lowest social order, situated in the mode of darkness or ignorance. They generally take up the service of the other three social orders. As a class, the Shudras are servitors of the whole mundane social body. In the present age of darkness, the Kali Yuga, the age of quarrel, hypocrisy and ignorance, virtually everyone is born a Shudra. If we examine human affairs in the light of the caste system created by the personality of Godhead, surely we can visualize the four social orders functioning in every part of the world. In every part of the globe, wherever there is human habitation, some persons have the qualifications of Brahmanas, while others have the qualifications of Kshatriyas, Vaishyas or Shudras. The various modes of nature are present in every corner of the universe, and since Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and so forth are simply products of the modes of nature, how can one say that the four classes, four castes, do not exist in a particular part of the world? This is absurd. In every country and at all times there have been, there are and there will be the four social orders. Therefore, those who persist in the theory that the system of four social orders called the caste system exists only in India are totally mistaken. The opportunity to become a devotee of Godhead, however, is not restricted by the caste system. Even those who are far below the qualification of an ordinary Shudra, the fourth social order, 
are eligible for the transcendental service of the Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. The spiritual perfection a qualified Brahmana attains by rendering transcendental service to Sri Krishna, the all-attractive Personality of Godhead and the Absolute Truth, can also be obtained by anyone else, even one in a status lower than that of a Shudra if he follows the same process of rendering transcendental service to Sri Krishna. According to the Puranas, even a Chandala, or a person of the fifth social order, lower than a Shudra, becomes more than a person of the first order, a Brahmana, by dint of this transcendental devotional service. The confidential teachings of the Bhagavad Gita the supreme scripture within the universe, are therefore meant exclusively for attaining the highest perfection of human life, transcendental service to Sri Krishna. So regardless of caste, creed or color, everyone must adopt the process of devotional service, which in its early stages is known as Karma Yoga. For by so doing, everyone shall help to spiritualize all the activities of the world. Haribo! By such activities, both the performer and the work performed become surcharged with spirituality and transcend the modes of nature. And as his activities become spiritualized, the performer automatically attains the qualifications of the highest social order the Brahmanas. In fact, one who becomes fully spiritualized through devotional service is transcendental to the modes of nature and thus he is more than a Brahmana. After all, although of the highest mundane order, the Brahmana is not transcendental. How one can attain to the supreme transcendental knowledge simply by the performance of transcendental service to the Personality of Godhead is explained in the 24th verse of the 4th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, where Sri Krishna explains that through the performance of Karma Yoga, everything becomes spiritualized. Acharya Shankara's philosophy of pantheism, which has spread a perverted interpretation of the Vedanta maxim that the Supreme Spirit is omnipresent nonetheless, has a practical bearing on the above verse. Yeah, we're going to stop here for today and we shall continue tomorrow with the explanation of how to spiritualize everything in this world. So stay tuned and we will see you next time. Hare Krishna! The link, as always, is in the description. Please check it out. Jai!